Whether you're at the beginning of your property journey, looking to enter the market, or a seasoned professional seeking new strategies and insights, this podcast is your one-stop resource for all things property investment. Welcome to the Property Investors Network podcast. Let's embark on this exciting journey together and make your property investment dreams a reality. Hello and welcome to the Property Investors Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Fitzgerald, and it's great to have you joining me here today. So today I am joined by a special guest. I have Phil Saunders joining me today. And Phil is a property investor himself. He also writes for YPN Magazine, and he is a speaker on the PIN circuit. So watch out for him at your local PIN meeting very, very soon. But it's great to have you joining me here today, Phil. Ah, oh, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to always talk to you, Mark, my friend. Um, you do a great pin meeting that I've spoken to a couple of times, uh, the Great North Pin, for those of you that haven't made it already. And it's still online, isn't it, I believe? So you can still join it from anywhere in the country. But I remember doing your pin meeting um, during COVID. And it was one of the best meetings that I did in the country. So uh, hats off to you, my friend, for running such a good meeting. I still remember it. Well, I'll take that. I appreciate that as well. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Any praise is always welcome. So, Phil, for uh, people that maybe haven't heard about you or don't know about you, can you share a bit about yourself, please? Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks a lot. I'll, I'll start from where I started. So I started off um, three years ago. Uh, when my t- Five years ago, my twins were born and I, I was working offshore on wind farms at the time, um, away a lot. I had these two young baby girls at home that I was missing growing up. So I wanted to try and find a way to replace my income. Um, and I kind of started looking into property, started reading Simon Zucci's material, Property Magic, which is a great book. Um, and that kind of led me down the property investment world. And I thought this could be an avenue that I, I wanted to get into that could replace my income and get me out of working away all the time and being at home, watching my very young family grow up. Um, now, I needed a way to start that, a way to get in. And that's what I think a lot of people have challenges with. You know, they really see property investors like us um, flying high and doing good things and they just want to know how how can you get started in this um, and for me I started off doing rent to rent um, or in particular rent to service accommodation um, and I was struggling to find apartments and holiday homes to rent that's what I really wanted to do but instead um, I found this really niche cool little deal uh, I live in the Peak District one of the national parks a beautiful place in the world to be and um, I found local farmers that I knew and I could work with that were happy to rent a small part of their land, uh, one of their fields. And I put um, a yurt there and I created this niche clamping business, a rent to rent with a piece of land. Um, and it did really well the first couple of years. I've expanded that business now. I've had two different sites, five or six different units. Um, and that was what I used to transition from the rent to rent model into the purchasing model which is what I'll talk about later but that was my first taste of success with property Um, and using that I I created the how to profit from an empty field slide which I spoke about at European meeting and I did a whole circuit during Covid around the country Um, so a lot of people know me as the yurt guy that invested in property and started off with this really interesting niche deal um, with yurts in a field and that's how I got started really and I think for everyone uh, investing in property, we all start small. We see lots of people doing lots of great big things, but all of us start off with one rent to rent or one HMO or one property here, even if it's just a normal standard buy to let property, we all start somewhere. And, and that was my starting point. And it really kind of grew from there. Nice, brilliant. 
And I think it's right, you know, always look at your circumstances, see what you need now, because some people, you know, they're happy in their job. They're not necessarily after the cash flow. They're more after capital growth and they're going for the investment over the long term. You know, like yourself, I was very much the same. I, I wanted to get the cash flow coming in to help me and give me opportunities for my future investing. And of course, you've been very successful in your investing coming from, you know, say humble beginnings of rent to rent and everything. A lot of people say that it is a startup thing, but if you, if you, it's a startup strategy, but of course, if you set it up correctly, you get it cash flowing, it can be a very profitable strategy as well to run alongside anything else that you choose to do. So from my from your perspective, then obviously you've got the yurt set up, you know, the tent in a field, as I always used to say, and just just mess about. But it is a very profitable business. And it is it is it is, like you say, a bit of a niche market, but each, equally it's becoming more and more popular, isn't it? Yeah, true. Glamping's very, very popular. Um, and when we started this business, there was no one anywhere near me doing yurts or any sort of glamping. So we were one of the few in our area um, that did it. There was a couple in the whole of the peach strip, but not many. And now they're everywhere. Um, lots of people like glamping. There's a huge growth in sort of interesting stays in kind of Airbnb style stays where people stay in interesting <coughs> places. And glamping is one of those. Uh, it's very seasonal. That's the downside to it. We closed for, you know, six months during the winter. We only open in the summer, really. That's the only time it's worth being operational and making money. Um, but that's fine. That's fine for us. And it's, it's great to give us a really interesting, unique place for people to come and stay. And it's what gave me the credibility to move forward. This is another thing that, that you know about and, and lots of people struggle with when they're starting off doing rent to rent or whatever their strategy is, having the credibility to find investors, having the credibility to prove you know what you're doing. Um, the glamping sites for me were a great business in their own and run right but uh, what it really gave me which is way more powerful than the sort of profit that they're bringing on a yearly basis is the credibility um proving that i knew how to run a, an sa unit proving i knew how to run a business i was a super host on airbnb because of the, the glamping units you could see that i was good at what i was doing and i could use that business to help uh, draw investors to me you know when i did start purchasing properties I didn't have any money, didn't have any money to do it. So I had to JV partner up, I'd go find someone that would put the money in and I would run and manage them. That was my part of the deal, but I couldn't have the money to buy these houses. Uh, but these people could see that I was good at what I was doing and they knew, trusted and liked me. And that allowed them to put the money into the property and allowed me to grow my own portfolio with very little of my own money, which is kind of what I've moved on to in the last few years. Well, I'm moving on to that. So what are you what are you currently strat strategy at the moment? Then I know it's it's buying properties, it's it's renovating properties. Is it is it still serviced accommodation or are you uh, doing other strategies as well? Yeah, so uh, thanks. I, all I do is service accommodation and, and holiday lets. I mean, service accommodation, holiday lets, I divide these two in my, in my mind. Um, service accommodation for me is more contractor-based apartments, um, people coming and working in the area that want a nicer place to stay whilst they're away. And then you've got the sort of holiday lets, which is a more luxury top-end part of the market. Um, so I do both of those. Um, but all of it kind of gets encompassed generally in property speak as serviced accommodation. But I very quickly moved from the rent-to-rent -rent, um, model, which was the, the glamping, and the, my first property was a rent-to-rent, -rent, and then I moved straight into purchasing. I mean, purchasing really is where you need for the long-term capital growth, and that's where the real money is in property, is in, in the future when you own assets that you can then sell um, for big lumps of some of money has to go up and up and up over time and of course in the short time you need to get your cash flow sorted but you've got to be owning assets that's that's the real wealth creation in property so very quickly and this is what i teach people to do too you do your rent to rent get your credibility then start buying start finding finance raising finance using jv products uh, 
partners with the credibility you've got to be buying assets and this is all we've been doing for the last couple of years so um, i now talk about um, on pin circuit i've got two talks how to profit from an empty field which is my yurt glamping business um, and i'm now talking a lot about what i did after glamping which is the last 12 months we bought something like 15 16 properties a three million pound portfolio with none of my own money and the secret is it's all jv partnerships it's all raising finance to lump into properties that then we can manage that are very high cash flowing assets give the jv partners a great return but then i own half or a third depending on the deal of all of this portfolio um, which is a, which is a lot it's a huge wealth creation in a short time um, and that's what i've been busy doing for the last year or so Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I love it. I love it. I, I, you know, we're, we're mates. Uh, I believe I was on a mastermind before you. So we, we always cross paths and stuff. And we've we've seen each other's rises over the last few years. So that's always great to see and, and great to see fellow investors doing really well. I also know you're you're very much like me, a very family orientated man. You've got you. Uh, is it your daughters? Got two daughters? Yeah, twin girls, twin girls. Twin girls, twin girls, keep you on your toes from the word go there, uh, which is brilliant. I also know you're quite an avid climber as well, aren't you? Yeah, yeah I've not been able to do too much because I've been so busy building the property portfolio. But now, um, yeah, I was climbing yesterday at a local indoor wall. I go climbing quite a lot now, um, which is good. Good to get back into it. Yeah, I love, I love the outdoors. I love climbing. This is why I live in the Peak District. I go paragliding a lot, just flying, jumping up hills with kind of a big kite over your head and thermaling up with the birds. Um, that's one thing I love doing. And I, I run, I run quite a lot. I run ultra marathons and things in my spare time. So I'm quite a, a physical, active, outdoorsy sort of person, which is why I love, I love holiday lets in particular. You know, I've got the SA sort of contractor units, which are fine, they're great returns, and we, our investors are happy with them. But I really prefer the, the big luxury holiday homes um, throughout the UK. So we've got several here in the Beatles script that we own and we go to. Um, but we're always going up as a family up to the Lake District where we've got a lot of our portfolio staying in, in our houses, um, which is great, fantastic things that you can do. This is one of the things that you, you don't get with other types of investments, with holiday lets in particular. It's, you've got this great property, beautiful. And, and a lot of them, we've got several grade two listed properties, uh, big, beautiful, lovely houses that we dream to own and we do own them. And then we can go as a family. We're all set up in, immaculately. They're all cleaned every week after, after the guest checkout. They're all in an amazing condition because they have to be to keep the reviews up. But we go all the time, you know, all the time in one of these houses. Um, every other week we're driving up to go and stay somewhere um, and enjoy them. You know, that's that's one massive benefit that you just don't get with HMOs or buy to lets or anything else. You enjoy these houses as a family. And our, J our JV partners do the same. You know, we're all entitled to just go up whenever they're empty and just use them. And we do. We really get, they get a lot of good use out of all of us. Oh, that's great. That's great. And if the quality seems a little bit grainy or anything, it's because, you know, Phil is based in the Peak District. He is out in the sticks. Uh, and obviously, you know, the Internet service isn't, isn't quite as good there. We've, we've had a few goes at this as well to get this to get this to go live and everything. So uh, okay. so it's been good, but we always persevere. So let me just ask you, Phil, why 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 are you taking the time out then to, to go around and speak at pin events and things and obviously share your journey and stuff? What What's what's your sort of driving interest there for you? Yeah, um, I've always enjoyed talking to PIN. Um, there was a great opportunity during COVID to tell my story about the yurts, particularly. I spoke at nearly every PIN meeting in the country, so that's why a lot of people know me as um, the yurt guy, because they're all online at the time. I know yours still is, but most of them are back in person now. Um, I really like trying to help people out. I've, a lot of people reach out to me and, and see what I've achieved in the last two or three years and uh, you know want some help and advice, some knowledge, and 
I find I've learned a hell of a lot in a short space of time about doing what I do. Um, I've become an expert in SA and holiday lets during that time. And, and people reach out to me and ask for advice. So I like to give advice. I like to give help and advice where I can. And the PIN community is a really good, rewarding place to do that. A lot of people help me with their knowledge, their time, their advice. Um, and I just think what goes around comes around. So I, I like to give that back and help people out. Um, I, I like to think I'm a very ethical investor. And I've given a lot of knowledge to a lot of people over time. Um, and that's been really helpful to them, really helpful to them. People still message me today saying, thank you for this little bit of advice you gave me on this or that. Um, and I'm on, I'm on Facebook and, and a few other different platforms as well. And people are always messaging me, asking me how, how to do this and how to do that. I'm very happy to help. I'm very happy to help. No, it's good. It's good. Are you, are you still uh, working with YPN magazine as well? Yes, yeah, I work for YPN magazine. Um, so I've got a few other main features coming out in the next couple of months um, that are on SA and holiday lets. So look out for that. But yeah, I interviewed you on YPN um, nearly a, a year ago. I think it was something like that. Uh, and, and every every month I interview a new investor or it's one of my own deals. If it's an SA holiday deal that they're looking for. Um, and it's really rewarding. I love to chat to people. I'm always learning, always networking. You never stop learning. As soon as you stop learning, then, um, you know, you, <laughs> I think you stop growing as a person. I've always wanted to grow and improve. So by networking with all these different investors, even if it's a strategy I don't do myself, I find it really useful. I find it really useful to chat to them like I did when I chatted to you and get nuggets of advice. <clears throat> and it's just really good. Sometimes it's something I already knew, just had forgotten to implement myself. So it's a really useful networking tool for me and a learning process. Yeah, no, I think it's brilliant. And, I, you know, what Phil just said there as well is, if you haven't been to a, a pin meeting yet, get yourself booked onto your new local pin meeting. We'll put a link in uh, the comments below for that because you will go there. You will meet all these interesting speakers and, of course, the attendees as well. And it is all about community. And I, I, I always say it and, and I will continue to say it. Community is massive. You know, we get the education, but a lot of the times you can have the education and you still will have a few problems or certain situations. I think, you know, Phil will agree as well. You know, there's no really one property is the same. They've always got their different challenges. So by putting yourself in a community of like-minded people, it gives you, you know, experience and the opportunity to not only help others, but of course to have that help yourself. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, property is a hard industry to be in. You know, I'm not going to lie about it. It's hard work. If you want to achieve good things in this industry, you've got to work hard and you get your ups and your downs um, and having the community around you. I was on Mastermind, as I know you were too, you were in the group before me, but Mastermind, when I was on it, was a real help, you know, because we had some bad times during that year um, and the COVID pandemic had kicked off and everything else. So having that group of people um, around me to help pick you up, to support, to chat to, to advise uh, is absolutely crucial. So the PIN, the PIN network, if you're not on Mastermind, is a really good network to tap into. Um, and there's the Facebook group you can join and go to your local PIN, any challenges, problems you need help with, then you'll find someone there to help you, um, which is why I like speaking at PINs, why I'm doing this talk with Mark now, because uh, I do find it a really valuable uh, network to be a part of. No, it's brilliant. Brilliant. Well, once again, Phil, thank you for joining me today and for sharing in the community, you know, about your, your property journey, about why you're talking at PIN and what you're up to and everything. And we do these interviews, you know, meet the speaker interviews, meet the host interviews, really just to inspire you, to let you see who is on the circuit, who is coming to your local events that you can, you know, go and you can go and listen to them. You can meet them. You can connect with them. Of course, you can reach out to them as well. Uh, but equally to that, it's about making sure that you see what can be achieved 
achieved. You don't just have to do the old conventional way. It's about opening your mind up to the opportunities that are out there. And we always say invest in that six inches of real estate between your ears before you actually put any money out there on any property deals and stuff like that, because it'll be the best investment and the best cost saving investment you'll ever make as well. So, Phil, before we wrap this up, is there anything you'd like to leave us with? <laughs> uh, oh, that's a tough one. You put me on the spot there. Um, no, just persevere. Perseverance is uh, one of the, the key things that you need. It's a key character trait um, and belief. You have to really believe that you can push through the hard times and get there. So I've certainly persevered and I've always had the belief that I would achieve good things if I keep, kept going. Um, so perseverance and belief are one of the two key things that you really need to have in this industry to keep plowing on through the bad times. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, thank you. And again, once again, thank you for coming on. Fantastic tips, fantastic journey, fantastic guy at the end of the day. Thanks for joining us here live in the PIN community. And I look forward to catching up with you again very soon, my friend. You take care. Thank you very much. Cheers, Mark. I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as I did recording it. Please make sure that you check out any further training with the Property Investors Network if you need any help or assistance. And of course, come and join us in the PIN community, the Facebook group. Come and become a member of the great community there and surround yourself with like-minded individuals. Book on to your local PIN meetings as always and come and join us in the next episode very soon. You take care. And bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Property Investors Network podcast. Remember, investing in property is not just about numbers and profits, but also about building communities and creating a lasting impact. You can do this by checking out our website at pinfurtherlearning.co.uk. And of course, look to book onto your local Property Investors Networking event. We are here to help and support you every step of the way, and I look forward to you joining me very soon. Bye for now.